Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sith Council. It's me and Darth Sabra today, and we are doing the final episode of season one of The Bad Batch. There's some news about Obi-Wan, saying it's shot like an independent film. I like that. I like it a lot. I'm going to talk about that. Seems like Mandalorian season three is going to be shooting soon. And, uh, yes, yeah, some, some casting news and all that other stuff. But we're talking about it. We're going to be here, and you guys are going to be joining us. So Sith Council coming your way. I can Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Nice to have you back. It is uh, Friday, and it is the Sith Council. Look at this lady here. Hello, lady. Hello. Can you believe we made it to the finale? Yeah, I. I it's. Uh, you can tell now for sure that there. I think it was smart that they announced season two before this episode because it it, it just seemed like another episode. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I Oop. feel the exact same way. It, it was it was a good episode, but it was just another episode. The only thing this is spoilers, obviously for everybody. The only thing is that the very end. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's how they start cloning like Snoke and Palpatine and all that because they have her to help. Exactly, like the one little thing that ties in everything else. But every this is just how many missions have we had where they're trying to get off of something or try to you know, get free or something. I know. That was yeah. like the whole, the first, okay, when it first started though, I was like, it felt like, you know, you popped a bottle of champagne. I'm like, oh, this is intense. Right. Like we're saving people. We're underwater. It really felt like a movie. Yeah. And then it just didn't do anything different. Yeah, no, it was, it seemed to me like, you know, it, like we've been there before, except this time Crosshair was with them. Yeah. They're going to fail under your leadership. <laughs> and it's like, I, I, I like that he was with them. I thought that was great that he was with them, but and then he left them though. Which which makes sense. I, yeah, I mean, you can't trust that guy. I know. Go to sleep. I'll watch the camp. You know, it's like, it's like no, no, no. I would never go to sleep again. Like, you you know? don't get night watch. No, no. It's everybody. Should, that's one more problem you have to worry about. Yeah. It's just like why would they even want that guy with them? It's like everything's fine. I'll walk the puppy. And it's like, he's not, it's like Hannibal he's eating the puppy like, yeah. down the street. No, you're right. Go ahead, Omega. The fact that he that Omega was, um, you know, he saved Omega because that was like a "you save me, I'll save you." Yeah, that was like, that, that was just okay, fine. I'll, I'll I'll save you this time because you because without you, I'd be drowning right now. But um, I like the way they both saved each other. Yeah, I thought is, it was cool. It was like a similar fashion with like a crossbow type. Right, and so what is that droid toast? Because he shot that droid. Is it? Is it? I don't think so. no no because I think he was just connecting to the droid okay. to pull them in yeah either way it was they, they had to escape this thing <laughs> and then a big alien comes to try to eat them exactly a big, that big that thing that thing was in the water was pretty uh, it was pretty cool the, the animation on the show was fantastic. it reminded me of um in was it episode two when they're of the movies with uh, when remember when they're underwater with Jar Jar and that mm-hmm. oh yes it looks yeah, like yeah, that for sure it did um. I did, you know, the the attachment to Camino and the sea that Camino was was gone. Um, the way that they ended all of it, and and obviously the attachment for all of them, and being this was the end of the Clone Wars that we knew it. As far as that whole facility and everything from Attack of the Clones until now, that place is gone. Yeah, it's is our every everything that we knew from the prequels, like the the bit of the pre that bit of the prequels is over, and the transition into having her um, start cloning for the empire and she's just like okay i i'm 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 i survived but at what cost yeah she's like a 
yeah. now a slave to the empire to make weird scientific experiments. And that's and and I thought that part was great because especially after watching Mandalorian and saying, oh well, that's how that ties into that. That's how they got their science, and she's still around, kind of doing stuff for them and and pass that on. I like that, but um, I just hope there's more to do in season two for except rescue missions and and escape missions. Yeah, there was just. I don't want anyone to die, but it feels like there's no cost right. ever. I, th- I think it's funny, though, too, because even if I hear myself say that, it's like someone will be like, well, that's what the show is. It's about the Bad Batch, and it's about rescue missions and escape missions. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, I guess that's yeah. I guess that's that's fine. No, I, I know. Okay, one thing I thought is weird, and I know it's one of the other big reveals that we all kind of guessed because we found out that Omega is related. Oh, and that's, she, she, she's, she's older. older. How did, no, that makes sense. No, I, but I'm in like yeah. emotionally. Emotionally, she, oh, I mean, she's not older emotionally. Well, because the, because here's the thing: the, this is this is this was set up for a while. The, the, those clones and even the Bad Batch, they age rapidly. They age rapidly. Oh. That's why they get so old. That's why by the time they're in in oh, Rebels, like they're yeah. old. By the time you're in Return of the Jedi, Rex is an old man because they they and they say it in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, that Boba Fett and her they age normally. So they they I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I was that's like, why. that doesn't make sense if she's older and she's a child. That's why because she she's she ages normally. Okay. Um they 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 do not. And okay. they, they age rapidly, their brains, like everything. So that's that's why she's she's older. Okay, that yeah. made I was like, there has to be a reason or yeah. else people would think that's so weird. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but other than that, does her age have real any implication other than just not just the fact that she was around yeah. went to watch them get get cloned and get and and, and make it into the world yeah. I mean, she was there for their their birth and that's it's pretty significant because she was that's why she's she so cares so and much she cares and so she, much about them and it made more that scene in the lunchroom when she met them in the first episode right. more impactful because you're yeah. like why is she bugging them because she just she knows she, she knows, knows them, them. And, and and it also it ties back into what she is and what she's done and i think that yeah that there was stuff in this episode was really was really good. Like the stuff, even when she like the whole fact of how she saves Crosshair, and then yep. and even when he like brushes her off after he realizes that he's, he's like, get out of here, and he's just, well, she just she just saved my life, <laughs> <laughs> and and then so he go they, they, the everything about the episode was a good episode. Agreed. It's just for a finale. As I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, I just feel like that's just another. Really good episode of this series. Not, nothing like massive happened except, well, nothing massive happened. Camino blew up. Yeah. But Camino what does that up. have to do with them? They weren't staying there anyways. Right. I mean, I guess it's the overall attachment. It, it, it You have to, like, tie it into the Clone Wars overall. Yeah. And it is, if you look at it as the extension of the Clone Wars series, it is a pretty big, massive event that Camino that- is gone. Yeah, and it is like every episode is so visually fun to watch, yeah. and it is fun. It just I I think it's it was different coming off the Mandalorian, yeah, where we're just expected to have such intense storylines, right. and this is just not that, but it's still good. It is, and I think for a for a um, for the animated series that they have, it is they're going to be their premiere animated series, and I think that's probably one of the reasons that they didn't just do a one off because they're going to invest in this series, whether it's four seasons, five seasons. They're going to invest in it, and that's why they didn't kill anybody off. And I think they'll continue to do some more stories with them. It's it's also interesting because what's going to happen once they do um, these new live-action series, right? And so with the live-action series, will it tie into the Bad Batch? And is that maybe what they're waiting for, for some of these other series to put out more episodes so they can tie it in inside of that 
time period and leading up to stuff. I mean, who knows? That's what know. I'm curious about if they're going to do. Because when we thought it was just one season, I was like, oh, there's we're going to at least have one or two characters go into right. a live action show. I'm unsure now that there's a second season, but it would be cool if they did both like like connected the characters sure it also means that cad bane will probably appear in this show again yeah and i don't know if he'd appear in book of boba fett It'd be great if he did yeah but now it's it seems like he's reserved for for that series other now. than the ming na when the um fennec shan character yeah, she'll, relationship she'll, with them too right i mean that's it's possible that he shows up again in 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 live action i would prefer that me too i think that it's time that we finally see this dude um but yeah, I mean the 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 whole series overall is it a good series? Yeah, it's a very good series. It's a fun animated series. I just wasn't as invested as I've been in other things, and I don't. I also don't know if it's really exactly what you just said with Mandalorian, right? When I was so tied into Rebels and tied into Clone Wars, it's because that was what that was that was the series that we had yeah. in Star Wars. I know that I'm getting a live action yeah. series and and I, a ton of them. So I'm wondering and so like subconsciously I'm like, yeah, this is great to have this animated show and you, and you'll be you'll be into it, but like come on, Book of Boba Fett's coming out. Yeah, soon you're getting live action. I wonder if that's probably why in my head I didn't attach to this as much as I wanted to. I think so. I I Maybe. think that as part of it. Was, Rebels was so good and Clone Wars was Clone so Wars good. Clone Wars was so good. Clone cuz because Clone Wars had so many storylines. Yeah. Like we learned about of different characters yeah. and stuff, right? Like the sister, the weird sister, like all of these characters that we got introduced to, Asajj, Ventress, like all of the, the those were so sick. This one we only have the Batch and Omega, which I love all those characters, and I'm act. But you want to see some other people? Yeah, yeah. You know what I think this was though too. I remember when they announced this series. I think it was that. It's either D23 or Celebration. I, I can't remember, but Filoni did like a whole thing on it. And people lost their minds. And I remember being there going, mm. I never, I, I always thought, like, Ken Knapsack loves all the, the, the whether it's the, the ships and the pilots and, uh, and that part of Star Wars, which I, which I like a lot. But that's, I'm more, I like the Jedi stuff and the, and the Sith and, and the, the politics. That's, that's, that's my Dang. favorite part of Star Wars. Um, so, when like i love the empire stuff going on in this show like the, the the building of the empire to see like their their overall dominance of what they're trying to do ultimately to to and how they're getting rid of the cloning that stuff i find fascinating Me like too. when tarkin shows up it's great um but like uh, the other stuff that that was never my like when they, the bad batch people were like oh this is so cool we're getting a bad batch show and i was like well, they're cool characters but i wasn't as Maybe that's another reason why it wasn't as yeah, because it's not Boba. Right. I think a lot of people connect the Bad Batch with Boba and Django, but it's not the same just no. because they are the same. Right, right. So, uh, but either way, it's it's you still can't complain about it because it's a Star Wars show, right? Yeah, and you have something to watch in the interim as you're waiting for Boba Fett and these other shows. It's like we've had Star Wars, we have things to watch in Star Wars, and this is why I think television has been working so far for Marvel and everything too, because. You can have those little breaks and then watch something else. Yeah, so 100%. it's been uh, it's been good. So, what do you guys think about it? Like for the people who are watching and listening, what were your overall thoughts of the entire season of Bad Batch? Did you enjoy it? Did you love it? Did you think, oh, this is good? Did you kind of feel the way Steph and I did? It was great to have a Star Wars show and watch it, but let's get to the live action. Really want to hear your thoughts, so please comment and tell us what you think. Um, the other thing that I wanted to let you guys know before we start moving on and start talking about some other stuff inside of the world of Star Wars is. Uh, Headspace, this show is sponsored by Headspace, and I'm sure glad that it is, because if you guys already didn't know, 
think about it. Wouldn't it be just wonderful if there was a pocket-sized guide that helps you sleep, it helps you focus, it helps you act, be better? Well, guess what? For you, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can and will change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditation in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation just for you. You need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions. They remember, swear by, and for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations that you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Steph does it. Often, Steph, you still, you fell in love with Headspace. Oh, yeah. It's probably the only app that's helpful yeah. <laughs> for me on my entire phone. Yeah, you love it. Yeah. And it, you should. And I love it. And my kids love it. So it's, and when did you discover it? About two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I've been using it for a while now. The, yeah. Those SOS meditations. You love it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so make sure you check that out, guys. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits. 60, excuse me, 600,000. 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anywhere, anytime. You deserve to feel happy. Headspace is a meditation made simple. You got to go over to headspace.com slash Sith. Go to headspace.com slash Sith. That's headspace.com slash Sith. You get a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best offered deal right now. You got to head on over to headspace.com slash Sith today. Um, some other really fun stuff. I was looking, there was a bunch of great articles on StarWarsNewsNet.com, and I don't know if you saw, did you see the thing with Taika Waititi? No. Taika was talking about his movie that's coming out, um, and he said that while he's writing the script, that this script feels very him. Oh. Now, so I could already see some people getting worried about that, (laughs) right? Because he's one of the funniest dudes. I, I had an opportunity to interview him but i had an opportunity to like just they brought us to do this thing when he was working on thor ragnarok and we sat down with him while he was editing the the move or, or working on the movie oh, okay and and he was talking to us for a bit and then he came into collider live he's just naturally funny he's just wired funny uh and so people automatically think oh they're gonna get a, a star wars comedy I am never, and I think that people always mistake when I say I don't like the humor in Last Jedi as I don't like comedy in Star Wars. Comedy's always been in Star Wars. Always been in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's just the type of comedy I like in Star Wars. The first two things that jump off to me are, well, let's go to The Mandalorian. When he's in that first season, he's talking to the Jawas, and they start making fun of him because he's trying to talk Jawa or whatever he's doing, and they, and they, they laugh at him. And then he goes, oh, is this, how about this? You understand this? And he tries to light him on fire. Right, like that's that's inside of what the character would do, and it was a funny bit. Han yeah. Solo getting frustrated at the comm controls and saying, uh, "We're fine. How are you?" And then he shoots it. It's a boring conversation anyway. That's that's within the character what he would do. The stuff I don't like is telling mother jokes right before you're about to do this in invading things. Like, oh, your mom's on the phone. Whatever. It's like what? Like that and falling of, for it. Marvel like, does that stuff, and it works because it was set up inside a tone that doesn't work for me. But like. If you can make it work inside, and Mandalorian, Taika actually does it, and I was on the fence, and people gave him 
crap about it too. The Jason Sudeikis and the, the conversation when the oh well, the two stormtroopers when they're fighting over Yoda, there were two idiot stormtroopers. Was it a lot of comedy? It was, but did it fit for these two bonehead stormtroopers? Yeah, that I, really worked, it worked for me. It worked. It it, it was it was overcome. It didn't feel out of place. It just at that point I was like, okay, maybe you, was it necessary to do? No, but did it work for me? It did. Yeah, and it's not main characters that. I think with The Last Jedi, the parts that you're talking about, it's like those were some of the most serious characters, and then all of a sudden they're breaking and falling right. for a mom joke. Yeah, that was the... that was the st- I mean, it, it, in Last Jedi, uh, Hux is a complete buffoon. Idiot. He's a complete buffoon. Um, and I, that character to me was just completely ruined all the way around. But but either way, um, that... Um, that but ty- yeah. With Taika, if you watch his stuff, he has makes some of the most poignant points in his films. Yeah. He's obviously a genius in a lot of senses. So I think that even if it's funny, it will be done in a way that makes sense and hits points. I like Ragnarok a lot. And I, I love think, Ragnarok. I think it actually reinvented and changed Thor yeah. and helped the character tremendously. After Dark World? <laughs> I, it's so funny because I, I stand by, when I saw Dark World the first time, I remember really li- like liking it, and people were like, "Oh, I can't believe you like that one." And I was like, "All right, maybe let me go and check it out." I watched it recently with my my wife. I don't hate it. I just don't hate it. I, I agree that it's it's not one of the best ones. A lot of people hate it, and and I and I get it. But that's when people do the hot takes on Twitter. What's a movie you like that everyone else doesn't like? And I, I don't mind that movie. Uh, but I do think that he needed a dramatic shift in his character because just mm, I'm Thor. It, it was getting old. No, you can't. It, it didn't really fit the character because he's, like, so massive. Yes. He's obviously good-looking. And Hemsworth I, is funny. Yeah, and so why not use that? Yeah, and he did, and he and he pulled that out of him, and he was able to work that dynamic with Bruce Banner. And, and I think that uh, this is the same conversation we had about Patty Jenkins. The question is, what script, what characters is yeah. he working with? If it's a brand-new character and there's brand-new people inside of this um, – story that we don't know then he's got a blank canvas because it's well this is just who this character is this character is funny this character is someone who would crack a joke at this moment Mm -hmm. if he starts if he does a yoda movie and yoda's doing one-liners all the time and starts cracking jokes hey then it's like uh uh-oh you know and i'm not saying he's doing a yoda movie it's just just someone who's we know already you imagine he turns into rodney dangerfield (laughs) whoa hot in here is it it is hot in here. It is. I almost I screwed up that whole joke. But um, <laughs> but but either but either way, um, yeah. I don't want to see him changing characters just to add jokes. No. But if you make a if a if a character is funny because that's just who they are naturally, I think that he's done it well. He's put it in position to set up humor stuff. And, he, and look what he's done in Mandalorian. In Mandalorian, he did. Great episodes, and the one scene was funny. The rest of the episode wasn't, and it was, it was more serious. Like IG Eleven yeah. sacrificed himself. Oh man, what a great episode that so was! That was one of my favorites. Yeah, it was really good. And to see him do that, and I think that he probably fell in love with Star Wars even more because that think tank that they had with all the directors and Favreau and Filoni. Like, how do you not fall in love with Star Wars? With, with it, just it's just addicting, right? And how do you not get the vision then? I feel like right. that's the best starter camp for any directors sure. creating for Star Wars. Well, when you see what I always go back to that comment that Bryce Dallas Howard made in in the when she's talking in the gallery series on season two, she's like, "We are in a playhouse just making Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to hear. 
And that's why you got so many great episodes. Look what she did. She made a pretty good episode in season one, and then yeah. she made a fantastic episode in, in season, season two. Hundred percent. I'm so excited yeah. to see. And her. is she coming back to to direct season three? Is it season three or is it, or is it Mandalorian? I mean, is it a uh, Obi Wan? I mean, oh, Boba uh, Fett. I thought it was. She's coming back for Mandalorian. Is it? I thought they announced. It very well might be, but uh, but I I, I oh, wait, she, no, you might be right. She got announced for something. I think multiple people from Mandalorian got announced for Boba. For Boba, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah I know except that for Rick Fumi. From uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's, because he, he had, I would assume she's going to come back to do more. I don't know, but either way. And that actually just plays into the, um, well, actually, let's go into this story next. And there, there was a posting, I don't know where it came from, but uh, Ahsoka, mm-hmm. that they're looking to cast um, Sabine. And I saw a couple of posts like, "Oh, really?" It's like, "Well, yeah." I mean, that's this is it's been said that this is basically Rebels season whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like it's it's going to continue off where Rebels left off and it's her and Sabine. I mean, she if you were a Rebels fan, you shouldn't be surprised. If you weren't, you're like, "Well, then who's Sabine?" Then that's fair. But yeah. like but yeah, she's looking for Thrawn and exactly. we know that she goes to look for Thrawn with Sabine. Exactly. So, as yeah. soon as we heard Thrawn, we thought that we would get a, then a live action Sabine. But I hope they cast um the voice actress, yeah, but she's not just a voice actress. She's been in. She I know. Was in, oh, yeah. She was in. Uh, what's the NBC show? The one with the afterlife or whatever the hell it was. Oh, uh, not the good place. Yeah. Good oh, place. yeah. It was she the was good in the good place? place. Yeah. Tia, Tia, what's oh man? I. She's awesome. She's great. I agree. I, I think that she could be dope for it. I wonder if they'll even, uh, hopefully let her at least audition for the role. I hope so. I mean, she's. She, I mean, I don't know how. Let me see. I'm trying. I love Sabine as a character, though. She's a great character. She's so. She's like the Miles Morales of Star Wars to me. She's really good, and she and she adds a lot to. I mean, t- uh, Tia Sarkar. Tia Sarkar. Oh yeah. And so she's. I don't. I mean, how old is she? I mean, she's. She would fit as. Yeah, because Sabine's supposed to be older in this. I'm pretty sure. Or uh, in her thirties. She. Older. Let's see. I would. Well, let's see. Um, well, this is not the. This is not. Not the right actress. That she's not sixty-five years old. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see. What did I say? Yeah, who the actress was? Tia. Tia Sakar. Tia Sakar. Thank you. I'm gonna check. Her, see exactly how. She looks young. She, but yeah. So let's see, she. For God's sakes. Well, I mean, Sabine. Sabine. Is, she's in her thirties. Yeah. She's in her thirties. But um, but Sabine, I guess at this point. Would be. I mean, she's not in her thirties. So I don't know, maybe, but maybe maybe they're gonna try to cast younger. She's thirty nine. Yeah. Yeah, they might try, they to, might cast try to cast younger. But she is she looks really great. Like she, oh, she I looks mean great. she looks like she's in her twenties. A hundred percent. The 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 thing that she's got going against her that Rosario Dawson doesn't is that Yeah. Makeup. Yeah. She's 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 Sabine Mandalorian, she's Sabine. like human. Yeah. Or or she, yeah, she's so it's like uh, yeah, it's going to be, they probably, depending on if they want to do. Multiple they're doing, seasons. Yeah, if they're going to do multiple seasons of Ahsoka and they're going to continue to do stuff, then they might cast younger. Yeah. Um, which is a bummer because she's really good. She really is. But I also think that they might not cast her because they didn't do that with Rosario's character, with Ashley um, Eckstein. Yeah, I mean, but there could be a lot of other things that went into that too, right? So I think that, uh, and... And I don't know at all, but maybe maybe they did audition Ashley. Maybe Ashley couldn't do a lot of the physical stuff that Rosario Dawson could do. Rosario Dawson is a great action yeah. actress, and she pulls off a lot of 
I think she's maybe done a Ashley lot of her own it. stunts. Yeah, maybe Ashley could do it, but maybe Rosario just did it better. Yeah. Um, and because Katie got cast as Bo Katan. Oh, that's true. I Katie, forget about Katie that. Katie can kick some yeah, ass. Totally. You know? Um, so another another person I think has a good shot. Well, look, Lars Mickelson voiced Thrawn, and he's heavily rumored to play to Thrawn. To play Thrawn. So the other th- person I think that could get cast is Vanessa Marshall as Hera. Oh. Don't be surprised if Vanessa Marshall gets cast I mean, as Hera. Her voice, it would be hard to imagine another person doing that. Yeah, and I think she's. I think she would be able to do it makeup-wise, physical-wise. Yeah. I love Vanessa Marshall. Vanessa Marshall is a sweetheart, She's a, and she's really talented. I love hearing that. Most voice actors and a, like yeah. who act in general, I hear the like the greatest things. She's, she, she was one of the first people to ever reach out to me. She's a Giants fan. She's a New York Giants uh. fan. So we, we talked about that at great length. But she's always been very supportive of me and, and the shows that I've done. But she's just... She's just a sweetheart of a human being. She's and she's she's great and she's super talented. Look what she did, like, and Freddie Freddie Prince Jr. Another great guy, awesome dude. Um, and I've talked about this when you hear Freddie in in the you're like, oh, that's Freddie, and it sounds like Freddie from yeah. today, and he's supposed to be playing Freddie at twelve. But Freddie Freddie is a, is is a very good actor and a very good uh, voice actor. But bringing that voice down, whether they told him not to do it, I don't know. But she brought her voice down and she sounded like a very young Hera. Yeah. She was I thought we thought great. he was a different voice actress for a yeah. second just cuz it had been so long. She yeah. was so good in that. So I'm I I'm going to make a prediction that I think Vanessa Marshall when they do Hera will get cast as Hera. So mate so we'll have I to keep nothing. a lookout for the uh what series did we think that we might That's see? either going to be Rogue Squadron yeah. the movie or or it could be Cassian or, or it could be Cassian or it could be Ahsoka. That's true. The only thing with Ahsoka is that she's going to be running around with her kid at that point. Yeah. Which they never really... Like, what happens to that kid? Where's that we kid We never go? really have kids in Star Wars that have parents. But this kid's, <laughs> this kid's got the Force. Oh, yeah. This kid's... This is Kanan's kid. So what are they... What are they what maybe are, that's becoming... Yeah. Maybe. What are they going to do with that kid? Like, they're just going to let him... Jason, Jason is his name. So they're going to let him go? Like, I, I wonder if that's the next family they focus on. Everyone loves Kanan. Well, you look at where it is. Is he? So Luke seems to be. This is why I still think Luke could have a series. Now the question is, you know, this deep fake guy that they got. Yeah. If they really get a like a Luke series, I know that you're not as crazy about like the James Dean stuff, but like if they got, I would prefer Sebastian Stan. I've been pretty vocal on that. But if they were able to do it, where my it tricks my eyes because the stuff that this kid, this guy did for the Mandalorian change looks so good with young Luke. But if they did a Luke series or a Luke angle on something, showing him recruiting, because he recruits Grogu, he mm-hmm. recruits all these other, he starts work, you know, obviously he brings his nephew on, on board mm-hmm. for a little bit. But these, the, he ran a Jedi Academy. Is Jason part of that Academy? And what they still never, they never explained in the damn movies what happened to any of these people. Yeah, some did of them they get killed die? off, but they all died. Yeah. Some of the bodies, some of them went off with him. What happened to them? He said that some left with Ben. With Ben, well, where'd they go? Who They're, was there? How many? Like there was no. There's a lot of stuff yeah, that, that was that they could play with mm-hmm. inside of that. Like I think that people right now are hesitant, saying, "Oh, leave that that era alone." I think there's a lot of stuff inside of that era that can be played with. 
Yeah, I agree. That that is one part that I get why they didn't want to put in too much information in the movies right. about that, so they could leave it open ended. But it'd be, in, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to look <laughs> it'd at be it. Nice. Half, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but since you didn't give us the information, right? Maybe it's like a bad bad situation where now you're explaining the Snoke cloning. Maybe right. they go back and explain Jedi Academy about why and yeah. how, how it all went down. Uh, you're not there anymore. Uh, I just went to that camera. Oh. Um, so Obi Wan Kenobi. Indira Varma says that Ewan McGregor and Deborah Chow have made this beast feel like an independent movie. Love hearing that. Love hearing that. Me because too. Because, first of all, Deborah Chow, is that's what she's really good at. Um, Ewan McGregor is going to shine. if the, He already does. This guy has been wanting to play this version of Obi-Wan Kenobi forever. You're gonna, this guy's such a great actor that you're going to get such an in-depth look at Obi-Wan now and to feel that and to feel like that. Like, that's what I want to see. I don't need to see that. I mean, of course I want to see a couple big battles and lightsaber fights and all that. But give me that Give me that emotional feel. Let me see the breakdown with him and Owen. Yeah. Like, that's what we never got. Let's like, this, this series is going to be... This might be the one of the best I series know, we've I'm ever so had. Ex- Every time yeah. we talk about it, I get more excited because Obi-Wan found a way to become most people's favorite character, yeah. even though they made his agency connected to every other character except his own. Right. Like, he never had choice or we never really got to see why he was making decisions other than for the council. Right. And, it, and you know, and he, and he was a bit... He, they, they watched that scene when, in Empire Strikes Back recently where Yoda doesn't want to train Luke. Yeah. And he's inside of the thing, and he says to him, and Obi-Wan goes, was I any different when you trained me? And it's like, you know, Qui-Gon at this point in Lucas's mind didn't exist. But, uh, but yeah, he did. No, he didn't. But, but, but either way, to see the, what, the evolution of what Obi-Wan ultimately becomes, because I think the best, the best description or, or example of how great of a Jedi this guy was is when you look at, his battle with Darth Maul in episode one mm-hmm. and how aggressive he is and how angry he is and how it ultimately almost leads to his doom, but then he's able to slice Maul in half. And then you fast forward to when they meet again on Tatooine in Rebels. And everyone was always like, oh, it was so quick. He just took him out. Yeah, he took him out because he's, he was serene and he was peaceful and he was chilling out on Tatooine for all this time and he didn't have any of that aggression. He was the Obi-Wan that we knew from episode yeah. four and he... That was that transformation of how that happened. I always thought that was any he, and he's cradling Maul in his in his arms at the end. Like it was this kind of respect overall. He didn't hold a grudge. He didn't hold anger. And he was he to me. He I'd rank him as him and Yoda are to me the two are the two goats. Of yeah, Jedi's. Yoda's definitely my my goat. But Obi Wan for sure. Yeah. I loved oh, all the Obi Wan stuff we get in Clone Wars and Rebel. That's all great. But just I want I'm just want to see the live action because he's gonna have to struggle. Yeah, he's gonna have to struggle. He's gonna have to be there taking care. He's gonna be in pain over his friend. He's gonna be watching over his friend's child, checking in on the other one through Alderaan. Uh, you know, having this. R- you know, tumultuous relationship with Owen and there's going to, and, and then also probably sensing that his buddy's still alive now. And then whatever's going on with Qui-Gon, I don't want to hear this nonsense that he's not going to show up. Yeah. It's just stupid. Of course, uh, he is. of course he's going to show up and I don't want to know that he's going to show up. I'm glad, but it doesn't people, you know, it's like, Oh no, no. Oh, Liam Neeson. I haven't heard about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you are a hundred percent. hundred percent. But, um, 
Anyway, so that's... Because uh, you haven't heard about it? <laughs> right, right. Why right. would you say that? No, he's like, no, no, no one's ever, no one even, even talked talk to him. I didn't even know what was going on. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, Mandalorian Season 3, we talked about that. Oh, yeah, it's going to start filming soon, according to Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, that's what we thought. Everyone's yeah. like, we're not going to get Mandalorian for two more years, or... I don't think that's true. I, I think it's still either. on time. I think you probably get it. You're probably going to wind up getting it at the end of the year next year. Yeah, the boba slot. Yeah, you're going to get. So you won't, you won't get because we didn't have. You wouldn't have it this year, Mm-mm. at all. But that's boba, and then I mean, like I said, we got boba. We do this every show. Boba. Um, oh, I actually. You know what's funny? Shoot, I had heard. Where did I hear that? I don't know. I remember. So what I'm hearing is that. Obi-Wan is coming out in, like, May or June. Oh. I heard from a source. Okay. It's coming out, like, May or June, around that area. So right around, like, maybe Celebration, celebration Final yeah. Trailers. Just, so we might get Cassian first. Okay. So like in Andor, February Andor, or... Yeah. I think probably... If because if they're still casting and doing stuff with Andor now, it's still... You could potentially... I think that it's going to be Book of Boba in November. Wraps in... Or, no, December. Wraps in, like... December, January. So, like, March, you probably get Andor. Yeah. And then May. And then May. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, and then we're going to be, I know you're not as interested, but we will be getting Visions in September. Yeah, I'm curious about yeah. it. I'm curious about it. It's, uh, you know, I, I, what I do hope that they do, and I don't know if they can do this because it was, it was never, well, it was, I think it was a comic series for Star Wars also. It's definitely one for Marvel's The What If. I want to oh. see them do that for Star Wars. I like the What If series for Marvel. You I watched like, watch like three episodes. You didn't like them? No, I don't know if I like the concept. I'm for sure gonna. Oh really? Yeah, like what if? It's like okay. But it's multi. It's 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 the parallel universe. Did you like Loki? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like so when when Loki when Loki went into like the whole reason that happened was because in the events of the Avengers, what was supposed to happen, he instead. They, they messed. They messed with time, and he went somewhere else. So, like, what if that didn't happen, or what if, basically, if there was a full episode of what if the Avengers actually jumped back, but Loki escaped with the Tesseract? What would happen? Well, what would happen is he'd wind up going and working with a variant, and this and this and this, and it's just, it's just that the, the infinite amount of you know, I'm like all, I'm obsessed with like parallel universes and time, the way that time works. I'm yeah, listening to scientists who believe that like space and time is infinite. So no matter what choice, if you decided today to stop off at a, a coffee shop on the way here and you ran into an old friend that you wouldn't seen, and then because you ran into that old friend, you guys wind up going to, uh, let's say it's some dude, yeah. right? And, you, and it's the love of your life. And you, you didn't even realize it, right? But you didn't. You came here and did this show with me. <laughs> so you just missed out on the love of your life. <laughs> so, so that, but like that's, that's like, there's so many of those no matter what. Yeah. And the fact that they do that with this show, I liked I liked episode one okay. I just thought they basically just replaced. I like um, Agent Carter a lot. I, I, very good character, but they basically just replace her and put her as Captain America, which is cool. But it's like not it, that different. It's just not that different. It's just okay. Instead of Steve Rogers, it's her with a couple different choices that Steve Rogers made. Two and three are very different, and they change up things tremendously. And I was like, I hope they do more of that, and I would love to see that in Star Wars. Like, yeah. What, oh, okay. Like what if Anakin? What if Anakin? Uh, Helped Mace Windu and destroyed Palpatine. But, okay, so my question is, with Loki finding out everything that happened with the time and, like, the different dimensions, it matters to the overall story. Yeah. Right? What if, though, doesn't? 
It's it, well, no, it's it, it, it's more like standoff yeah. one one offs because of the the whole like yeah it's like because it, they're not they're not continuing on they could if they wanted to continue a different story well this is like it's I think what's going to also tie back around is this star is the Spider Man movie did the Spider Man trailer come out by the way I don't think so they, keep they said that they were going to come out and they never, no it's like Kanye's because Spider Man is also um, going to play with the parallel universes the multiverse yeah. and all that stuff so. That's why I would love to see it. It's so funny because through Marvel and, and I think DC and all these other things that play with time. Yeah, DC definitely plays with time, obviously. Um, Star Wars is the only one to me that really makes sense. I'm glad they don't. But it's the only one because of space and yeah. time that should work with time travel in the way that it. That's so true. You know, it's like it, it's because that's it, I always think of Interstellar. Like when you like the way that time works on one planet it does not work on another planet like time moves because of the orbits and everything too it moves gravity yeah, yeah. the days aren't the same uh-huh. so people get you could be younger older depending on the on the time and um and yeah and that would certainly work they don't they don't and they shouldn't play with those rules in star wars like because every place that they go they're able to breathe every place that they go they're able to it, time moves the same way and you shouldn't be well wait a minute because then then it gets less fun if you do that, but uh, but if you thought about it, like st- time travel and time in Star Wars would make the most sense. Parallel universes and that kind of thing. And they did it once in Rebels with the um, with that bridge and how they saved Ahsoka. And yeah, all and they've teased that they think that they could use that same concept to retcon. Yeah, well, they, yeah, well, the fa- <laughs> certain fans, certain fans have done that. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think that'll ever happen no. because you know it, that'll just get flown in. They still made crap. billions of dollars yeah. to them. That's a success, and they don't need because there's so much time in between episode six and episode seven. You have so much time to play with that you don't ever have to really go into that. And then I still think you wait 10, 15 years, Daisy Ridley and Boyega want to do a series after episode nine, then why not? People finish it, People yeah. right now are like, I would want to see that. It's like, first of all, you might not want to see that. But second of all, you know who's going to want to? The eight-year-old who will be 18 or the 10-year-old that will be 20 years old. And be like, oh, that'd be cool to go back and visit my childhood when I saw that. Don't forget, the way that you felt about the prequels or the way you felt about the OT, there are many children who feel about the new trilogy. There's not a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of seven or eight year olds that saw that series going, I'm going to tweet Ryan Johnson about yeah. this. It's not, no. it's, it's not happening. All um, my little cousins loved, loved it. Loved it. All my daughter three. loved it. My, my, my daughter loved, loved, loved it. And so when she's like 20 years old and they do, if they do like a Ray series, oh, I like to. She's going to be Oscar winner by then. Right. And you're going to be excited. So yeah, anyway. A uh, lot that we that, lot that we did talk about here today. So thank you guys for joining us on the big thing. One of the things to let you guys know, look at this. This is my favorite. Available on the Skybound store is the Lady Justice shirt and Ooh, the 5150 sick. shirt. You can go to the Skybound store right now and go and check those designs out. You can get them right now. 5150, the Quirky Mercs, and Lady Justice, Marisol McKee. Go and get that. She's going up against Ethan Irwin for the Movie Trivia Schmodown Championship of the World in September. And go and get a shirt. Support her. Take a picture of yourself in either one of those shirts and tweet it out, and we will retweet that. Don't forget about uh, this Saturday, if you're able to, Mike Kalinowski, the reason he's missing today, he's probably training for Chandra Dondapani because he's defending the IG title. That's tomorrow. So um, please go and check that out, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be very, very fun, very interesting. And we're, um, we're excited. We're excited for it. Don't forget that the big thing is going to debut on Monday on this channel. 
So I've been enjoying the big thing. I'm enjoying that episode. My episode with CM Punk just dropped uh, today. So that's still on the main channel, but everything else will be on this channel moving forward. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you to Steph Sabra for being here, and we'll see you on the flip side. Homies. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. Makes you stronger.